My name is Bonnie Landry. I'd like to welcome you to my podcast with my co-hosts, Elizabeth and Christina, where we explore the questions about homeschooling and family life and how we can make joy normal. Today I'll be interviewing Drew Vernon from Tonys.com. Tonybox is a screen-free listening device developed for children. Uh, it can be used by children who are very young, uh, three and up, used easily. My grandkids are using it. I'm watching them enjoy it and gain from it. It's, it's virtually a kid-proof product, could be bounced down the stairs. It's a box covered with foam and fabric layers, something that your, your toddlers could handle, and you wouldn't have to worry about their safety or the safety of the device either. Tony Box was developed by two fathers who were trying to find a way for kids, their own kids, to experience storytelling and stimulation of their imagination in a really magical way and primarily in a screen-free way. So Tony Box was born from that idea and it's something that I think is a, a remarkable product. I'm so grateful for Tony Box's support of this podcast. I just want to say welcome back to Drew Vernon, uh, the marketing director for Tony Box. And for Tony's, the company is called, correct? Yeah, that's right. Tony's. Uh, thanks for having me back, uh, Bonnie. Oh, you're so welcome. Uh, I had I interviewed Drew several months ago. The product that uh, was I was being explored was really fascinating to me, and now we've actually had some live experience with it because I gave it to my grandkids, and it has truly been fantastic. We really, really appreciate it. So, and I know there's been lots of updates and whatnot to to the Tony box and accessories that go with and whatnot. So I thought it'd be fun to kind of explore a little more deeply. So I've seen my grandkids really enjoying this this product and I'm just so grateful for it because I think that it offers something that's really hard to attain in this era when we're all walking around with our phones, right? That our kids have sort of have access to that all the time. So if you want to know more about the Tony Box uh, in its fullness, uh, I will post the previous recording that we did several months ago in the show notes. But I was thinking that maybe what you could do is tell us, first of all, a little bit about your role with Tony's and also uh, a little bit about the Tony Box itself for my new listeners, because I have a uh, onslaught of new listeners. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So I'm the marketing director for Tony's. Um, I've been in the toy industry for about five years. I managed the preschool business for Lego for a few years. And then uh, now I've been at Tony's for uh, nearly two years. I just, I really thought the Tony box was an amazing little toy. Um, when I first saw it, it's a screen-free speaker for kids that uses figures to play songs and stories. Each, uh, figure has a magnet inside as well as an RFID chip. So when you place the figure on the box, it will play whatever it's programmed to play. And the reason that this is such a great device is because it was designed without the screen, but also in an intuitive way that uh, a child as young as two or three can use it and operate it without adult supervision. So it becomes an on-demand audio library for kids. And it's incredible because we watch the kids, you know, we'll go over there and they'll be, they'll move their Tonys around, they'll pick their stories, and it gives them this this great autonomy and also not requiring any sort of parent uh, input to, to get it set up. Uh, and they can take, you can take it with you as well, right? Uh, yeah, it's got a seven-hour battery life, so it'll charge overnight, and then you can take it in the car. Uh, I actually gave one to my daughter uh, right. every day last year for preschool, and it's just something she can listen to and uh, entertain uh, entertain her uh, when she's on the go. What is your primary task then in the company? Just to spread the word, or what's what do you do pr primarily? Yeah, I kind of have two hats. There's the the one that like I get paid for, and then there's the one that like really drives right. me. Um, so I am the marketing director. I am 
out to tell people about the Tony Box to to sell Tony Boxes um, because of all of the great uh, entertaining content that we have. Uh, my passion really is in education and early childhood development space. I really think that there um, is a strong and compelling reason to look for screen-free ways to entertain your child. You know, our kids are on screens earlier and longer than ever before, and uh, and so that's kind of the uh, the drive that I have mm-hmm. to help uh, parents and teachers alike to to put this into their uh, give them a, a tool really to uh, educate their kids, and that's. Um, that's another part of my focus. Mm-hmm. I'll get into the education aspect of it in a moment. A lot of times I'm asked, we didn't have a TV when our kids were young. And that was a very intentional decision. And, you know, a lot of people thought that was weird and way out there. But I felt it was really important to not have a TV. And many times over the years I've been asked, uh, you know, how did you do that? How did you manage that? Right. Because, you know, that hour I need to make dinner or, you know, and I'll be perfectly honest. I don't know how I'd manage it. Now, then we just didn't have a TV. It was it was not there. Computers were were really brand new. So certainly kids weren't sitting in front of computers. It was whole. I mean, I barely used it. So we're back into the early 90s. And now, you know, if we had phones, I don't know how I'd respond to that because it's just so easy. And they want them. Would I bat? Would I? Would I take on that battle? Would I not have a phone? I don't know what I would do now. And so I, I think it's much harder now for parents to negotiate screen time, right? Because it's so kind of in our face, right? Yeah, I mean, screens are pervasive. Uh, adults are on them all day long. I'm on my phone, yeah. you know, a, a lot more than I should be. I'm on my laptop for work all day long, and our kids see this behavior. Uh, they want mm. to similarly be, you know, entertained and engaged. Uh, and it's too easy to give your child a, a TV show or a, an iPad or a phone. Like it, it's the easy thing to do because it works so well mm-hmm. as a babysitter, frankly. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I, I it's think, very seductive. Yeah. It, it, so part yeah. part of that's uh, I think you know the child needs to be trained on better things to do, and, and I think the parents need to be mm-hmm. trained on creating better experiences for their kids that don't require a screen. But it, it's mm-hmm. difficult. Like I'm guilty of it. I think we're all guilty of it. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So, I wanted to to take a look at the updates that have happened because I was on the website and there's a lot has been added just in the last several months. First of all, you have a partnership now with Lavar Burton, right? <laughs> so those of us who have older kids will definitely remember, or or even young moms might have a lot of young listeners. So, you know, young moms will remember Lavar Burton from Reading Rainbow. So, what's he doing now? Yeah. So, you know, he was one of my childhood heroes. I grew up watching him on Reading Rainbow. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I came onto the brand, I thought, you know, what better person to help tell our story than someone like LeVar Burton. Uh, And that was kind of the inspiration for uh, bringing him on board. So, you know, he... uh, he sees the Tony Box as, as a great tool where we're uh, working on an initiative together called Tony's for Teachers in which we're educating teachers on how to use the Tony Box in the classroom, uh, either as, you know, Fabulous. story time or song time, um, you know, customized curriculum for stations or centers. Uh, mm-hmm. There's just so much that you can do. Uh, and LeVar is helping us tell that story. Okay. Oh, that's fantastic. I'm so glad to hear that. Uh, so, so what's been added in terms of accessories available to us? I mean, a lot of stuff, eh? Yeah. So we, we've got the basic Tony box. It still comes in six different colors. Uh, and then we have headphones that will go into uh, the top for private listening. Uh, and then really just uh, releasing new content all the time. So uh, our goal is to create, you know, a vast 
audio library for kids, both in the entertainment space as well as the education space. So I think since we talked last time, we came out with a couple of Sesame Street characters, uh, Cookie Monster, Elmo, Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Peppa Pig, Paw Patrol. We just partnered with National Geographic. Um, so we have some National Geographic. I saw that. We've got an astronaut and a whale. Really, uh, our goal is to, to partner with every franchise license for all of uh, your children's favorite storybook characters, TV shows and movies, and then also to further out in the education space with educational nonfiction content. Just So just on the, the fiction end of things, are the the Disney and the Winnie the Pooh, the movie type centered Tonys, do they tell the stories? Or are they musical or both? Uh, yes, usually it's a combination of both. So if it, uh, for our Disney Tonys, uh, most of the time it'll have like three or four songs from the film itself, and then it'll have about a 15 minute retelling of the story. Okay. Okay. That's great. Before we dive into the educational part of things, which I think is what my listeners are going to be really jazzed about. Do you think that this aids reading? What's your take on that? Does this aid the promotion of actually picking up books and reading? Uh, it does. Uh, I get asked that question a lot. I'm learning more as I uh, further on into the education space. We don't have any hard and fast data currently. Um, it's probably something we'll undertake in the future uh, from a quantitative perspective. But I hear you know, a ton of stories from teachers all the time that say, this helps me in my classroom. This, this helps me teach literacy. I, I know that you know, there's uh, five steps to literacy, one of which is listening to reading. So it's, it's really the first stage of liter- literacy is to hear different sounds and letters and uh, the words that they make. I think that this does aid in learning. It helps you know a child at a young age, two or three or four, get an early start to, to get them into the other steps of literacy that, that come after audio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would think it couldn't help but be good for that. Because first of all, I know voracious readers who also listen to audiobooks, including myself. I love to read a book, but there are situations where if I can't be reading, then listening to an audiobook is is what I do, right? I want to fill my brain with beautiful literature. That's a goal. But also, I read aloud to my children a lot um, through their life. It was a daily part of our homeschooling. They're readers, right? So it has to be listening has to help out with that. I'm not sure exactly where you know what the science is behind that. But but it has to help to raise readers that just wanting to know. I mean, it's exposure, right? It's additional exposure. If you have access to an on-demand library that you can, you know, with tiny little hands that you can put a character on the box and you can have a story read to you mm-hmm. on demand, that's going to expose you to additional vocabulary, additional ideas. Uh, the fact that there's no screen means that you're not staring at anything. You're not looking at the visualization. And so you're putting that in your brain and you're using your creative process process inside your brain to visualize the story that's taking place. And so mm-hmm. just due to that ex- what a great thing. Yeah, just due to that exposure alone, I can tell you of course it's going to help the child. It's it's going to help prepare them for the next stages of learning. Mhm. Now, are there some full-length books like say short children's novels or I'm trying to think of what the, the like Magic Treehouse type that sort of length of of story is there anything like that that is where the 90 minutes is a, a novel uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, we've just launched uh, just over a year, and we are, are adding to the library. I think from a storybook perspective, we do have Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Uh, we have a junior okay. novel on our Minions, Tony. Let's see. I'm trying to think okay. of what else. We've really started at the younger ages, at the preschool ages. So so we've got Llama Llama, 
you know, Pete the Cat, Peter Rabbit, Elmer, a lot of the, the storybooks that are uh, geared towards preschool ages. But uh, as we get further right. on, we'll, uh, we'll add additional content for older ages. And are some of the storybooks sort of dramatized? Uh, yeah. So we'll okay. have, uh, yeah, they'll have a narrator. A lot of times they'll be really uh, nicely done sound effects and, and music okay. interludes and things like that. It's a really uh, well-produced uh, piece of content. Okay. Uh, I wanted to ask you a little bit about the creatives, which I know we talked about in our previous interview, but I think that it's worth sort of revisiting that because I think the creatives are a very cool idea. And at this point, certainly make the age range for Tony's really broadens it, right? Yeah, this is uh, really an open-ended experience that uh, can apply to any age. Uh, the creative Tony's, uh, for those of your listeners who may not be familiar, uh, where the uh, the content Tonys that we have that we, that we've been talking about those come preloaded with content. The creative Tonys are blank and they're fully programmable with up to ninety minutes of your own content. So these are great for kids who want to write their own songs or stories. I'll give my kids a creative prompt. I'll tell them to go write a specific story that has you know the following elements and and that really gives them a chance to express their creativity because they'll come back with the story. Mm -hmm. They'll read it on to the creative Tony and they'll have it and they can, you know, keep it forever. Um, one of the most popular uses of our creative Tonys is actually from grandparents who want to send no messages doubt. or uh, bedtime stories to their kids. So they can actually read a bedtime story or give a message onto their phone from anywhere in the world. And uh, in a few seconds through the cloud, they can send that onto the figure so that the next time the child puts the figure on the box, they can hear a special message from grandma. That is the coolest thing. I have not done that yet, but I'll have to try that because uh, now you need a little app for your phone to do that, right? Uh, yeah. So there's a yeah. Tony's app. It's basically just a record function. You open up the app okay. and hit record and then send, and it'll send it right over to the figure. It's that simple. Yeah. It, it, wow. It's really easy. Okay. And so you can just keep using the creatives over and over again then for... Yeah, they're kind of like, uh, you know, blank CDs. Uh, mm -hmm. For um, I'm a millennial, so I always refer back to, to CDs and CDRs. I would say blank tapes. <laughs> blank tapes. Yeah, so you can uh, rearrange the tracks, you can delete, you can add, uh, you can fully customize the, the creative Tony. Okay, and my understanding is that that's the only actual part that is, gets done on an app and everything else is is separate it's not uh it's not connected to the internet in any way the tony box itself yeah that's a great question so sometimes people will ask if it's a connected device if it you know if it has bluetooth and, and the answer is no um the reason being is is this is meant to be a safe and guarded environment for kids where the only content mm -hmm. that they'll be listening to is going to be either the preloaded content from the the content tonys uh or the the creative t uh tonys that you've created yourself but there's no access to a siri or an alexa there's no e-commerce capability through bluetooth um right. it's very much no ads popping yeah up. no ads popping up <laughs> it's not spying on you yeah now this is brilliant i mean this is really what what we need i think as parents you know it kind of almost reminds me of the days when my older kids were young was just you know using a tape recorder right here's your story tapes and you know obviously not nearly as easy to use but and certainly not capable for a, a two or three or four year old but you know kind of accomplished the same end that you could sit and play lego and and listen to your story or whatever right 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, with the added benefit that it is a toy and it's very tactile. So it's, it comes with a, you know, it's a collectible figurine. Uh, and then you actually advance the tracks or fast forward it uh, by whacking the side of the box. And so it, <laughs> Kids it, are great at whacking. <laughs> yeah. And, and so it's it's the audio story that you mentioned, but it also um, pulls in the, the play element uh, with the tactile um, nature of the product. Yeah, exactly. Now, I personally am all about, you know, homeschooling schooling is a very much a life, um, a life decision that we make. It's a lifestyle that we attain. Everything is integrated into all our subject areas are integrated into our real life. But I'd like to address the idea of subjects so that from the more we can find those subject areas in the, the daily walk that we're doing, the better off we are, the better off our kids are, the more we're sort of, um, you know, checking off those mental boxes of, you know, this is what I want for, for my child's brain, right? This is what I want them to know. This is what I want them to be curious about. This is what I want them to love. Right off the bat, it came to me, okay, it's like, obviously, literature is a, is a big component of this. There's beautiful literature uh, as a part of the, the Tony box experience. But there's also a lot of science stuff now as well. So can you talk a little bit about the the science? There's also, I noticed there's a math songs. In terms of subject areas, what are we looking at that's available to our listeners? Uh, yes. Yeah, so uh, we've just launched the uh, the National Geographic Partnership, which I mentioned. They're uh, one of our primary partners in the education space. So uh, there is exposure to, you know, astronauts, uh, whales, dinosaurs, and penguins. Uh, that will continue. Right. Um, and then also uh, working on, you know, a, a new product called Blocks, which allows any sort of uh, educational content uh, in the form of, you know, a set of little blocks that work just like Tony's. So those will be uh, coming in in the following year. And uh, we really are hoping to, you know, come out with different titles, you know, around the rainforest or volcanoes or dinosaurs or, you know, any of the topics, you know, uh, right. conservation, like any of these topics that we want to teach our young ones. Uh, we're, we're hoping to develop curriculum around those things. Right. And so it just sits on top of the Tony box like the... Figures. Yeah. So uh, the nice thing with the, the wooden block is uh, the manufacturing time is a lot shorter. Uh, so for the custom molded figurines, those usually take about a year to a year and a half. Um, and that's part of the collectability. But uh, for the different use case of education, uh, where the figure is not so important, we can uh, kind of standardize the, uh, the shape uh, with a wooden block. And then it's just a matter of producing the different content. These... Um are basically just, you know, ba completely baby-proof because the they can be chucked on the ground kind of thing, right? Like, you know, my daughter has a toddler and it's just not an issue. The Tony box is sitting there and they're listening to it. He can even change the guys. Now, they don't necessarily want him to, but, you know, if it gets bonked to the ground. So it's it's pretty remarkable. Yeah, the figures themselves are, are age-rated at uh, three plus. That's just because they do have some small parts with the, the arms and things like that. The, uh, the Tony box itself... Is pretty near indestructible. Uh, we put them in daycares, uh, which is kind of like the the torture test. Uh, they get roughed around. They've got a, a solid <laughs> uh, layer of foam around the speaker, and then a durable fabric around the the, the foam. And uh, yeah, I, I would uh, I would challenge any two or three year old to to take that uh, to task. But uh, it, it's a pretty indestructible little box. 
Yeah, it's it's amazing. And so I think for people with, you know, with young kids, I can see it being used in a in a many different circumstances like when I'm trying to do sit down work with my older kids, this is something I can, you know, put that nearby and my little kids can be listening to it. You know, I'm not worried about that they're wandering off, you know, somewhere else. You could even have some Tonys that you set aside for that purpose. Okay, this is what we read when I'm doing school with the older kids, right? This is what we listen to. Right. Any more about what's coming? Uh, let's see what we have coming. So at the current time, we're launching about three or four figures a month. Um, so building wow. out the library, I, I think we have Tangled coming, uh, as well as The Princess and the Frog. Uh, a couple of figures uh, from uh, our Wildcrats partnership. Uh, we'll have both uh, no Martin way. and Chris uh, Kratt uh, as their <laughs> own figures. Those are coming. You must have been a product of Wildcrats as well. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I definitely watched a fair share. Uh, we've got uh, Doctor Seuss is coming. That's a uh, that's uh, one that I'm really excited about, as oh, well as Pete is. the Cat. Uh, so he's a favorite among uh, kids as well. So those just a few. I think yeah, we'll continue to release these throughout the year, and uh, and it's just really exciting to see it grow. Okay, now in terms of Canadian listeners. Can can Canadians? I know you you were right in the U.S. right now. There's not actually a Canadian distributor here. Can Canadians buy the Tony box? Most of my listeners are American, but you know, definitely probably twenty or twenty five percent are Canadian. Yeah. So currently, we are uh, only in the U.S. in terms of um, North America. Uh, we do anticipate going into Canada. In, in the near term. So that's coming shortly. Okay. Um, so any Canadians interested in purchasing one would, would have to be, would have to have, I guess, their own way of, of getting it shipped to them uh, from the States. Yeah. Have a, an American address or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, a lot of Canadians do that anyways, because it's, there's a few things that, you know, we can't get here or it's too expensive to send here. I know you have, they come in other languages, right? Like the Tonys come in, what languages do you offer in the U.S.? Uh, well, we actually just launched a couple of Spanish language Tonys this week. In fact, one is a uh, Spanish songs and another is uh, Spanish lullabies. We do have our foreign language Tonys that are available in Europe. So Tonys is actually a German company uh, started in 2016, about five years before the U.S. launch. So they have five years worth of German language Tonys. Right. Um, and then we also have entered into the French market. So we have uh, a number of French language Tonys available in uh, Europe as well. So do you think that they could be used as a language learning tool? Or do you think that there's a possibility Tony's would go that direction? That uh, I think it's very possible. Um, I, I think it's a great way to, to study language. Um, you know, if you, if you have your own audio curriculum that you want to use, like an MP3 or something, you can uh, use that. You can do that currently with the creative Tony's that will allow you to do that until, mm -hmm. you know, um, Tony's, itself develops uh, curriculum or partners with somebody, but I could definitely see a partnership with someone like a Duolingo. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. To make audio lessons uh, for Tonys. Yeah. Yeah, that would be brilliant. But even just listening to a uh, Spanish Tony or French Tony is, you know, like Door the Explorer, that's going to kind of just give some exposure, you know, the idea of another language even, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. So do you see how these could be used. What do you have any thoughts on sort of how these could be used in terms of a more of a school setting or a homeschooling setting? Do you sort of imagine I know you've got you're a creative guy. I know you've got lots of ideas because we talked about that last time. <laughs> well, the problem is I have uh too many ideas mm. and uh I would use the uh, I I use creative tonies in, in ways that other people probably wouldn't. Um you know, I make treasure hunts for my kids. 
you record an Fine. audio clue on a creative Tony and then you hide it somewhere in the house and, you know, the kids will find it and they'll put it on the box. It'll, you know, it'll say what the next clue is and they can, uh, you know, find the next Tony. Fine. So I've done that with my kids. Uh, I've also, you know, you can do a pen pal program, you know, if, if you're, your child's friend down the street or across the world has a Tony box. They can actually communicate to each other in a kid safe way uh, through leaving messages onto creative Tony's. Um, so that's another use case. Um, uh, I'll do another thing with my kids. I, I'm, I'm really um, particular about giving them like a creative prompt. Like I believe that kids, you know, flourish and, and do better creatively when, when they're given like a prompt to go off of. So, uh, I'll put a bunch of words in like a hat or something and I'll have my kids pick out five words and then I'll make them uh, write a story uh, using those words uh, and then record that on a creative Tony. So there, there's really no end to the types of things that you can do uh, if you're yeah. being a parent or, you know, a homeschool teacher or, or uh, even a public, you know, education teacher could could use this in a variety of different ways. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm really excited to see, you know, what, what comes or that is just the last year has just exploded. So I anticipate that there's going to be just as much or more ideas, new products coming out. So, so it'll be very exciting to see how this goes. So yeah, thank you so much for, uh, for exploring this with us. And I think that this is something my listeners will get really jazzed about. Yeah, we do have a, a, a coupon code if your listeners are interested. Um, awesome. They can go to tonies.com, uh, T-O-N-I-E-S.com. Uh, and then in checkout, put the words, uh, actually it's one word, Tony podcast, T O N I E P O D C A S T Tony podcast. That's okay. going to give 15% off, uh, a nice. purchase of $99 or more. Thank you for that. That's fantastic. Yeah, that'll be great for them. Um, I'll put that in the show notes as well so that people can, now if they go to use it three months from now, would that, would it still be applicable? Does that have a time limit? Uh, it does have a time limit, but uh, okay. if anybody's interested and it has expired, then uh, they can reach out uh, to you or, or get in contact with me and, and I, I can see what I can do. Okay, that's great. So roughly how long would it go for just so that I, you know, can alert people? Yeah, I think this uh, this one's set to go till March 1st. March 1st. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. That's fantastic. Just nice to hear all the updates and, and where things are going. Thanks again, Drew, for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's a, it's a pleasure to speak with you.